Hi guys, and welcome to a new episode of Coffee with Kathy and Claire. I'm Kathy, and I'm Claire, and this podcast is all about sharing our own personal experiences and struggles with modern day parenting, and having a few laughs along the way. This show is for everyone: mums, dads, grandparents, foster parents, adoptees, everyone. It's an outlet for all your struggles and to know that you are not alone. So pop us on your Bluetooth in your car, headphones in while you're going for a walk or do what I do and wear headphones while I tackle that never-ending pile of laundry. Or just take the load off and have a coffee with Kathy and Claire. Hi guys and welcome to our pilot episode of the show. Hi Claire. All right, Cafe. <laughs> Today we are just going to be introducing ourselves and the podcast and our backgrounds and um, yeah, basically just a little bit of getting to know us and what this is all about. So Claire, tell me all about yourself. Okay, no problem, Cathy. I was born in Essex. I know they say that, you know, the only way is Essex, but for me it really wasn't. Um, I don't really recall spending too much time there. From the age of 16, I pretty much um, worked abroad. Um, that was in Frangarola and the Costa del Sol, and I spent some time in Cavos, quite a few seasons. Big shout out to all my Trinity crew. You know who you are. And, um, you know, so going back a bit earlier than that, I lost my mum at a, a young age. I was only nine, and my brother was eight, and she tragically died in a car accident. So my brother and I were raised by my single dad and grandparents. We spent a lot of time with my grandparents and and so that was something that was really important and grounded the both of us when we were growing up. I'm well travelled, so I've been to like Europe obviously with the working in Cavos and and I've also been to Southeast Asia. I've done quite a bit of time um, in, in Southeast Asia and had a lot of travels there. I met my fiance and we have an eight-year-old now and we also have a two-year-old. So we've got an eight-year-old boy and a two-year-old girl. Uh, they are marvellous, but they do have their trickiness, I would like to say. Um, so I had actually moved to Australia in 2014. Sorry, I moved back to England in 2014 um, and then back to the uh, UK, which I spent a couple of years and didn't really like that. Again, not the only way is Essex for me. And then come back to Australia in 2017. And we bought our first home in 2021, where I met the lovely Cathy. And we, yeah, we, we, we are neighbours. And um, we have awesome neighbours on this street. But m- for me at the moment where I stand is, I suppose, having turned 40 and, you know, not looking it, of course, but having turned 40, I've started to be on a a self-awareness journey and stop procrastinating about everything and really starting to live my best life so yeah that's a that's a little bit about me obviously not my whole life story but just in a little bit of a nutshell all right Kathy over to you love thank you um so a bit about me um I grew up in Rotorua in New Zealand which was quite a low like low social economic area um, we were quite uh, poor. My dad was a baker. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. She had uh, four kids, uh, three kids under the age of uh, three at one stage. Um, we um, They packed us up when I was uh, 11 or 12 and they moved us here to Australia, which was the best move ever. And um, I can't thank them enough for that um, just because we've been back a couple of times and just seeing a lot of... Um, 
not so much people we know, but just a lot of people still struggling and it, you know, it makes you feel very grateful for what we have here. Um, I had my first son at 29. Uh, before that, I was in hospitality and real estate. Um, after I had my son, I struggled a lot with undiagnosed postnatal depression um, and that was due to my financial situation. Again, I, I really struggled not having my own money and having to rely on my partner to bring in the bickies. Um, so that was really, really hard. Um, when our son was one, we started trying for a second baby and we ended up having uh, un- a secondary infertility for six years. Um, we tried so much. Um, we had a few losses and, um, you know, which breaks you every time. And, um, but we finally got pregnant. Um, my baby was born at 33 plus one. So he was very early and he spent, um, three weeks in the NICU. And again, shout out to those amazing nurses who work with those premature babies because they're incredible. Um, and he was very ill. Um, but he, he pulled through. He's now five. His brother's now 12. Um, my five-year-old, my little one, um, he does have global development delay and autism spectrum disorder. He's on the level three on that. Um, so we deal a lot with the NDIS here in Australia. Um, now I'm a single parent, um, but I do co-parent my, with my ex-husband. So he's still supporting us and making sure that we have everything we need. Um, I did have a podcast during lockdown, um, but due to life, pretty much going back to normal, um, I haven't really had time to set up a new one and I moved into the street, met (laughs) Claire and uh, the rest is pretty much history. I think it's good to mention and point out that we will be talking about a lot of things in terms of like neurodivergency and stuff because that is something that definitely has brought us close together and got us talking a lot about our own children and our own challenges and relationships and yeah, things like that. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And especially um, being new, neurodivergent children. <laughs> so, um, it's it, a hard it, word. It is, it is hard work. But it's also very hard work. And a lot of people don't talk about how it affects marriages and partnerships and things like that as well and, and how it affects people over the, the course of the journey. So from realising something's wrong through to... Uh, waiting for that you know long-awaited assessment and then finally getting a diagnosis and then Mm -hmm. trying to figure out what you do from there and there's not that much help I mean there is a lot of help you can get but you need to know where to go and where to look so there'll be a you know a few things that we're going to chat about like that um, to make sure that we are getting open to everybody and you know this is why we're here so inspiring the podcast this is what we were doing exactly. we sat down uh, chatting one day and we were like well let's make a podcast you know because I think we both wanted to yeah we've been both talking about doing this for a number of years actually <laughs> Yeah. And then kind of getting to the point where it was like, oh, you want to do a podcast? Oh, I want you to yeah. do And then that's kind of how we ended up getting onto the... Exactly. And, you know, our, our growing up and our backgrounds are almost as, as different as, yes. as, you know, chalk and cheese. You know, I had both my parents. I still do. Um, you know, you've, you've sadly lost yours. Yeah. And, um, like, that's shaped us both differently as we've grown up. Yeah. But, and then, you know, we are obviously parents, very similar parenting histories with our children and stuff mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's kind of a thing you know another thing we're going to be chatting about I think it's worth making a bit of a shout out to some of the ones that are really encouraging us to get this up and running and that'll be our wonderful 
wonderful neighbours. We've got Cherie, Dres, Cassie, and also Tamara. I know you're really excited about this coming out. It's been months and months of talking yes. about it. Um, so, yeah, I just also wanted to say thank you to my sisters, Libby and Christina, because they've always said that, you know, I've got so much to say about so little and so much that maybe I should be going into a podcast because, um, yeah, I do have my opinions and, um, yeah, sometimes they can be a little bit controversial, but you know, we'll get there. We'll talk about it. I actually think that I should thank everybody that knows me then (laughs) (laughs) because I think everybody that I've ever sort of spoken to is just like, do you have an off switch of uh, not talking so much? But, you know, also I do like to hear you talk. So, yeah, thanks to everybody I know. (laughs) Don't worry, we're not going to be picked up by Heart Radio anytime (laughs) soon. You don't know that. You never know. You never know. So we are looking at publishing this once a week. Um, We're going to have different topics and everything, which we'll go into in a second. Um, So we are going to encourage you to go and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. So we will be uploading on Spotify, which will feed into Google Play and Apple and a few others. So seek us out. It will be just under Coffee with Kathy and Claire. Exactly. So, you know, do all the clicks or whatever it is you've got to do. Um, Some sort of guidance as to what we will be discussing is things like modern day parenting and how do we do this and what and how different it was I guess compared to when we were growing up and how different the world is and things like that it is so different and like we'll be talking about things like online issues you know things like dangers for our kids online you know some carers don't even know what these kids can have access to Mm. you know we go through YouTube and Roblox and Fortnite and things like that. I mean, there's so many dangers. And how do we do it? Like, you can't be sitting there watching your child on, on your tablet all day and stuff. So we're going to be chatting about that as well. And also things like future reality. I mean, what exactly is it that the future holds for our kids, grandkids, great-grandkids? Like, wh- where are we heading? And that in itself is scary because mm-hmm. a lot of it we won't be here to to be experiencing what we ourselves. Yeah. That's right. We are, mm-hmm. What are we leaving behind? Um, We're also going to be hearing from some dads because the focus is always on the mums. Mm -hmm. So we do want to hear from the dads' perspectives. And again, when you are reaching out and chatting about different topics, please, you know, send us a message about, you know, if you've got any questions as a dad, you know, if you want some advice or whatever. And we also, yeah, we definitely want to hear from you. And also my brother did say, well, don't forget that there's dads as well. (laughs) There is dads. So that's for you, (laughs) Daryl. There is dads. Um, And we'll be looking at things like wellness, and well-being and taking care of our own sanity, um, you know, what we can do to de-stress, uh, you know, them sorts of things that are different for dads, different for mums, and all of these types of things. Um, I've got some awesome topics to cover on that, actually, so we won't go into too much detail. But also, it's just also daily gratitude and things, mm-hmm. you know, what are you what are you grateful for in your life, you know? Um just just things like that we're going to be chatting about and we're going to probably ramble a bit um but we are going to be covering all sorts of different topics and we will probably get off and get track. you guys involved right oh yeah like of getting course. our listeners involved of course and that's why we want you to make sure that you um join our facebook group uh coffee with kathy and claire join the tiktok uh page again coffee with kathy and claire and make sure that you follow and comment and make sure you 
um, you do write your questions oh, down. And don't forget, am I the bell end? That will be a feature in the podcast. It will absolutely be a feature. It's your favourite. It is my favourite because um, this derives from the Reddit group, Am I the A hole? And That's um, an asshole. I said we should change it to am I the bell end because we won't need to use the blink button as much. So we'll see what happens And also as well, we can get some merch. We can get some merch with things like, you know, we can put stickers on the back of our cars with... Don't drive like a bell end. Don't drive like a bell end. (laughs) T-shirts, bell end. Everything bell end. Everything bell end. (laughs) Um, So yes, we do welcome your participation. So if you see something you think might be great, send us the link, obviously. Um, so yeah, just sending, uh, questions and comments through Facebook or, um, just come, yeah, or me- yeah, just literally Facebook messenger. We will set up a, uh, email and things like that. Uh, once we get a little bit, uh, further along down the track and Claire, will there be interviews and oh, special guests? Oh yes. Yes, there definitely will be. Um, we've got like a lineup of different types of people that will be interviewed. Anything from just our beautiful, wonderful neighbors, um, all the way through to some really good friends of mine who are in high-end positions with work or CEOs of companies. Um, I have a beautiful lady um, called Jackie Rowe that I'm really keen um, to have on the podcast. And she's also agreed to it. So, you know, we, we, we even have a um, confirmation on that one, which is really exciting. It is exciting. And we also I also know some um, really great, uh, you know, therapists in, mm-hmm. in the NDIS NDIS system, things like speech pathologists, um, OTs, um, people who are psychologists, things like that, so that, you know, they can come in and give us a little bit of encouragement and, you know, some guidance on this crazy, crazy world and all the red tape and systems and stuff. So, you know, anything that we can do to help, like I said, send through questions, you know, how do I do this? How can we do this? Claire has... Um, experience in the UK I have uh, experience here in Australia and we also have friends who have experience over in New Zealand and America so you know wherever you are in the world make sure you follow and like and send in all of your um, questions and stuff so I have been a little sneaky and I have been looking at reddit and the am I the asshole posts and so it will forevermore be known as Am I the balland? But I do have something special. So Claire doesn't even know I recorded this. We actually discussed this yesterday when we were having a planning session. I recorded it. So all of this conversation about to come up is all freestyle. Freestyle and it's literally not rehearsed. Uh, very honest reactions. <laughs> and um, we're going to leave you with that. So here you are, the first um, Am I the A-hole uh, enjoy and, and podcast first and podcast. podcast it was yeah it's our first podcast so yay, yay. <laughs> um and yeah enjoy guys i really do really do hope um you know to see you guys again we will come back after this next recording part and we will say goodbye to you then so uh enjoy claire hit me with it i have an am i the <laughs> asshole for you i knew it was coming <laughs> okay so am i the asshole for yelling at my girlfriend to stop eating my 28 male girlfriend, 26 female, got laid off about six months ago. She has been unemployed ever since. This means money is tight. I am covering all of our rent, utilities, groceries, etc. Everything except for her car payment and gas money. 
My problem is my girlfriend keeps eating all of our food, like all of it. <laughs> we always run out of food money before my paycheck comes in. She eats everything she wants and leaves me with just plain crackers or lettuce. And I mean everything, even stuff I've specifically labeled or said I want to eat. The cupboards will be bare and I have to skip meals for three days in a row because my next paycheck hasn't come in yet because she has eaten everything. She has probably gained about 30 pounds since she was let go. I came home from work for lunch the other day and bought each of us a Subway sandwich. I only ate half of mine, so I put it in the fridge and told her I'd have the rest for dinner. When I got off work and went to get it, she had eaten it. It got out of hand when I bought some cupcakes to give my sister, 17 female, for her birthday and some pomegranate juice that I love but can't have often because it's expensive. I put them in the fridge, told her not to touch them, and then both were gone. There were only one cupcake left out of a box of four full-sized ones, and all my juice was gone. I lost it. I screamed at her to stop <laughs> eating everything I buy. We've had this conversation before, or tried to in a polite way, but she shuts me down and denies it. She says she's hungry and stressed from being unemployed, and she can't help it. I yelled at her and told her it was disgusting that I cannot leave food in my own home. She started crying and telling me that I'm fat shaming her. Am I the asshole? Well, you need a padlock <laughs> to begin with. Um, I mean, it's a difficult one, that, isn't it? Because you've got to be kind of sensitive because obviously she's lost a job. Um, so you would think that there was some form of like reason to go to, to the food, right? Like that's... Well, exactly. Exactly. So, but, you know, if you're skipping meals to make mm-hmm. ends meet and she's eating all of the food mm-hmm. in the cupboard and the fridge, I mean, that's really selfish. That like, is selfish. I would rather go hungry for lunch and then have something to eat for both of us for dinner yeah. than eat everything and have my partner go hungry. Yeah. And, and I mean, <gasps> you need to get kicked like a code to the fridge maybe. <laughs> um, perhaps, like, it's difficult to say whether... I mean, it depends on how sensitive you've been with, like explaining the situation because obviously if she's lost her job and there's underlining issues there and the comfort has become food right that's become the comfort yeah and so if you're trying to tell something one that something's wrong with them and you can kind of see it from her side but yeah I don't really think he's an asshole for telling someone to stop (laughs) eating all the food (laughs) okay so we have a couple of comments uh one person says I'm not the asshole they sell fridge lock boxes and she cannot be trusted to leave your food in peace then maybe it has to be locked away from her it is not fat shaming to tell them to stop behaving as if they are a locust yes um he said it feels like it is wrong to lock his food up (laughs) not if it's being eaten all the time I suppose I have to Wait, that sounds like my eight-year-old. Actually, come to think of it, also sounds like my two-year-old. I've been considering getting a lock on the cupboard and the fridge, to be honest. Yeah, that's right. So she says, um, someone else said, uh, why doesn't she have a job? Every freaking gas station, I'm assuming this is America, mm. fast food place and retail store is hiring. She needs to get herself a job as a place filler until she can get back to whatever it is she wants to do, whatever her career is. Mm. But she needs to do something with her time other than sitting around for six months eating everything. It is not healthy mentally or physically. The OP says she claims nothing is right for her. I guess it's a bit of a lie to say she's been completely unemployed. She got a job at Timmy's. I'm guessing that's a mm. restaurant. Yeah. Was there for a week and then quit because it was too hard. As far as I can tell, she wasn't there long enough to eat, run anything but the coffee machine. <clears throat> well, I mean, anything that comes like with food in the story, I find it quite funny. But I've, got a, I've actually got a story on this. Um, as a friend of mine in the UK... She thought her husband was having an affair. Like, it, it, it was all real kind of um, 
you know, quite a intense situation. And he sat her down and he, they'd been on a diet and he wasn't losing any weight. And obviously she noticed that because she was the one who was doing all the cooking in the evening and everything. And then he sat her down to tell her what, you know, something that was important. And it ended up that he'd been eating pies in every single pie store in the whole, in basically the whole of Essex because he was a cab driver. So it wasn't an affair. It was just eating all these pies and he'd like completely deprived, like, yeah, he'd completely almost portrayed her by becoming the pie man, which is what his nickname was essentially but after that's a while. Thing. If you're trying to lose weight, mm. don't just go and snack at every pie bakery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um so this this person also says not the asshole. She is uh, she doesn't seem to give two shits whether you eat or not. Well who the hell eats three full size cupcakes in a matter of a few hours as well as junk drink an entire jug of juice. Yeah. Why didn't she go get a new job when she got let go? I have lost jobs and started new ones three days later. I would be just as annoyed as you, man. It's insane that she would deliberately eat and drink the stuff you specifically told her not to. Did she expect you to be overwhelmed with happiness when you opened up the fridge and you found all your shit was gone, especially a present for your sister? Yeah, wow, they're really angry about this, aren't they? They are really <laughs> angry. Um, like, they're like, you know, this is out of your pay grade. Yeah. Get her out and be done with it. But She's- also look at the underlining issues there as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but at the same time, you've got to look at why are you eating all this food? Did she originally do that? There's no backstory to yeah. it, is there? So you can't go making all these judgments when there's no real foundation for the for the reason behind him needing to padlock his fridge on a daily basis. <laughs> well, this one says, not the arsehole, she's not contributing and also eating all the food, leaving you nothing. I'd scream at her too. If she's bored and stressed, she can go for a walk instead of eating everything. There's also food banks she could go to. They were, you also were not fat shaming her. You were calling out her gluttony and sometimes the truth hurts. She's trying to deflect her role in this by pulling out the fat shaming card. Oh, gluttony. That's a good word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this one says her. I can't find a job that feels right. Her. Eat birthday cupcakes. Not for her. Him. <laughs> I haven't eaten in three days. Her. Stop fat shaming me. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Come on. I mean, yeah. So I think that, um, I think he's not the asshole. I think I don't know enough about the background of it to know whether or not he's the arsehole. But yeah, if you've got to get to a point where someone's not working and taking advantage of you, you've got to, you know, call it for what it is, whether they're eating or or doing something that's destructive, then yeah, he's, if, not, he's if, not necessarily the arsehole. But the, the thing is, though, if we were living paycheck to paycheck yeah. and... I we only had a little bit of food in the fridge yeah. and it was supposed to be for dinner. Mm-hmm. You go hungry or you have cereal or something, yeah. you know, you don't eat what is designated for the next meal because like this guy is saying that he's gone hungry for 3 days. Yeah. Like what, but he's enabling it then unless he stops that. Well, that's why he screamed at her. Yeah. Because he's he's been letting her get on like he's talked to her and he's don't buy her, her any food. <laughs> Put a lock on your fridge. Put a lock on your fridge. <laughs> Don't buy any food. And the labelling's not working. Look, I mean, I'm going to say it's arsehole, not arsehole, but not really arsehole. So Does that make sense? Everybody sucks here. Basically. Yeah, everybody sucks. This yeah. is an everybody sucks situation. But I'm going to let you call it. <laughs> I, I I'm going to let you. I think he could have probably gone about it a little bit more gently, but mm. I think she is definitely the asshole. Okay, I'm going to agree with you, even, yeah. (laughs) 
So that was your very first Am I the Bell End? I can't believe you recorded it. Well, <laughs> we had to test, test the mics, so I thought I would record that as well. So I'm glad I did because that was amazing. Cheeky. Cheeky. <laughs> um, so, guys, thank you so much for being with us for this very first ever podcast. Uh, and I really hope you will join us again. Uh, and just to leave us um, today, Claire's going to leave you with a daily affirmation. Use this for the rest of the week. Um, And what I'm going to tell you to do is start each day with a good and positive mindset. Awesome. Thank you so much, Claire, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for listening, guys. You can find us on all the socials, including Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. Just search for Coffee with Kathy and Claire and make sure that you follow and subscribe. Love you all. Bye. Bye.